J-Darm, let's go. J-Darm. What? It's not, is that not what you wanted? What, what, J-Dog and Ripmuster? Monster. Meister. <laughs> you put Meister. Meister, that's what you thought your name <laughs> should be? Great. What'd you put? Ripmeister. Oh my god. Yeah. What's the name? Huh? What's my name? What do you mean? Does you it don't say know our your money? own name? Hmm? Our money? Mm-hmm. There you went. Dear dog and our money. That's our rap name. <laughs> Gee, darn. <laughs> I like that it abbreviated it for no reason. That's cool. Hello, welcome back to Mindless Prattle. Uh, we're your host, J-Darm. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're not even gonna spell it out? That's J-Dog and I'm our money. <laughs> you can't get through it? Picks. Oh my gosh. I'm uh, also, as a side note, looking for a more professional co-host, just so we're all tracking. <laughs> Listen, if you're not getting amused by my cackles during the show, then why are you here? But welcome back to Mindless Prattle, where we talk to you about anything and everything your ears want to hear. Or the ones they don't, you know? You're here anyways, listening, so welcome. You're here anyways. <laughs> it's a good argument. Like, oh, were you were you not paying attention? Because you're already here, so... <laughs> you might as well just keep listening at this point. You know, no big deal. What has been going on with you? It feels like forever since you've actually spoken with me. We talk every day. <laughs> Well, there goes that fantasy improv, doesn't it? I like this uh, no and stuff. Doing good. Oh, oh, you're trying to improv. Doing good. Well. You're doing well. You know, the thing that sticks uh. out the most to me was last week. <laughs> last week, we went to that museum. And I'm still annoyed about that little boy and how his mom did nothing. The museum of ice cream? Yeah. Yeah. So you don't know the Museum of Ice Cream, great place for kids. Super awesome fun. place if you really like sugar. Uh, <laughs> it's very colorful and bright. There's a few in the country. Um, and you know, you can take selfies and learn about ice cream and they give you a ton of free ice cream. It's great. But so at the end of the ice cream museum, they have like a little ball pit made out of sprinkles, like, you know, like balls, the plastic balls that you would have in a mm -hmm. ball pit like, as a kid, but I know, sprinkle I enjoy shaped. plastic balls, yeah. <laughs> sprinkle shaped plastic things in a ball pit <laughs> um so we're in there we're exploring they had told us there was a special sprinkle that day if we found it we could get a prize so we're, yeah you know so we're hanging out in the ball pit it's mostly children and their parents we were there with some family that came to visit um but this kid like maybe two or three you know old enough to walk around but still small and unsteady um probably closer to three i would say three or four um, because he he was able to walk by himself. His mom wasn't really paying attention to him. But he fell on me. I'm like laying down in the ball pit, immersed in sprinkles, if you will. And this oh, kid boy. falls on me, and he I'm like, okay, like he's a little kid, whatever. He didn't mean to touch me, so I'm just waiting for him to help himself up because I'm fully immersed in sprinkles. I can't do much. Um, and instead of like like he gets up, smiles at me, and then he starts basically like rubbing his face in my chest and at that point i'm like where the fuck's this kid's mom you know <laughs> like i just throw my hands up and i'm like i don't have enough time to do anything but i'm not about to touch this kid and get in trouble you know and then his mom just like snaps him over and is like that no is, you don't oh, do that you know like she didn't not, do anything oh you missed the middle part where i picked him up and threw him <laughs> oh you did i yeah. didn't i was just like i, was like, I didn't know what, what to do I, I picked him up and tossed him into the ball pit and I was like, what are you doing right now? And then his mom was like, come over here, don't do that. And I was like, all right. Yeah, I was kind of shocked. I didn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't want to like touch him and hurt him or anything like that to make it worse. But I was like shocked and I was like, man, if you're a parent, please watch your children. <laughs> you know, like she was 10 feet away from us. We could have kidnapped her kids so easily. If that woman ever hears this podcast, I'm not sorry. Like, you know, kid after just... kid, no, I would not want that. Uh, but th chucking him into the little the other end of the ball pit, don't care. Yeah, no I know. I'm like, me. I can't deal with my cat's meows when she meows incessantly. I cannot imagine a toddler. <laughs> but yeah, that's just been playing on my mind. I'm like, why? Why wouldn't you pay more attention? That's my story. That's the only thing that happened. To you um, <laughs> I haven't done much. I've just been writing. What are you talking about? You went to the Wonder Bar. Oh, we did go to you the Wonder a Bar. Fun gay experience. You almost won a dildo. That would I would I think that would have been much more fun, frankly, and like the worth it. Would have been more fun. So so we went to Wonder Bar. It's um, 
gay bar here in Austin at the Domain. And they have these shots you can get for $11 and you spin a giant wheel and whatever the wheel says is what you get and you can win nothing. There's like one that was like get kicked out. Um, and there was, they had prizes on different top shelves and like the top shelf prizes were just a bunch of dildos, like yeah. all colors, shapes, sizes, just random dildos. <laughs> um, I won nothing basically. Um, what are you talking about? You got a shot and then you got to keep the shot glass. I thought I won. Oh, I won the prize of the shot glass. So I won a <laughs> necklace with a shot glass in it and it had a penis in the shot glass. It was fun. Yeah. Um, and then they give you like a pity shot if you don't get like a big prize too. So basically no matter what you get, you know, you win oh, something. Yeah. So it's worth the $11. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I got a warm shot of gin. How was that? It wasn't actually warm. It was like, it was pretty cold like still. Room I was like, all right. Yeah, I thought it'd be like, they warm it up and give it to you. That would have been terrible. Yeah. But they, they gave it to me and it was just, it was still like chilled. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> I'll take it. Whatever. <laughs> But it was fun. I would do that again. Um, they were really nice in there. And the place was cute and colorful. Um, they had a vending machine of vapes, which I found very interesting. Um, I don't go out a lot, so I don't know if that's normal. Like, is that the new thing? No more cigarettes and vending machines? It's now uh, Escobars. I Sorry, I got to stretch. <laughs> just, um, no more talking for me. No, it just felt really good. My arms are... What are you doing? I'm just stretching. You sorry. were sitting here for 30 minutes waiting to start this, and you didn't stretch till just now. <laughs> I felt the urge. I felt the urge. Whatever. Where else like, did we go? I was thinking about penises, so I had to stretch. Um, we went to so we went to the Wonder Bar. We went to an Irish pub. Um, they had some good uh, French onion dip. That dip was really good. Got called in after the recipe. It also came, what was the other dip? It was cheese dip and French onion dip? Yeah, that's what I, what? That's what I just said. You didn't say cheese dip, but you said the no. French onion dip was good. Yeah, but why would you say French onion dip again? Because I was trying to remember the other one. Right, What's the other one was the cheese dip, not, not cheese dip and French onion dip. <laughs> <laughs> that makes any sense. It was really good. I would eat that again though. So like if you're ever at the domain, highly recommend stopping at the Irish pub there. The cheese um, was just okay. I liked the cheese. It tasted like nacho cheese. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's oh, a, I guess that's not Irish. <laughs> it's not like an Irish. It, could, it should have been like a beer cheese for sure. Yeah. But I liked it. What did you do? <laughs> what, what else? I don't know. What's going on? Well, I was going to talk about my book, and then you were like, that's all you did this week? You can talk about your book. What do you mean? Cause talk about I, whatever you want. I've gotten to like 15,000 words. I think it's so cool. You're almost like, what, 160th of the way there? A third. A third? What do you mean a third? You told me you wanted 130,000. That's 15, not 130, 90K, 80K is the minimum. I'm aiming for 90. You said 120. That's too many. You, no, no. No, I looked it up. For the first book, the first book in your Akatar series is 130,000. Yeah, why don't you try again, no, Miss Matt? Yeah, it is. Akatar is only like 400 pages long. Which is 130,000, yes. Is it? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but that wasn't the first book she wrote. Yeah. So if I want to get it traditionally published, a lot of publishers will not read it if it's longer than 90,000 words. What do you mean this isn't the first book? You told me to read the wrong book? That's not the first book she wrote. I don't give a shit if it's not the first book she wrote. This is how many pages it is. No. 130,000 yeah, is in 430 a, pages. Yes, and Sarah J. Moss is an established author, so she can write whatever she wants. I bet oh, her first book wasn't so that Oh, so you're long. just taking... A little bit at a time, huh? That's what you want. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Okay. Mods. Corona Glass is her first one. What do you mean? The first one is called Throwing a Glass. You didn't have me read that one. How would I know? How many words are in Throwing a Glass? Oh my god. Would you pay attention to what you're saying, not what I'm typing? Good god, woman. Do I need a privacy screen? Look, a hundred thousand. Okay, See, look well, at you. she's better writer Still than wrong. I am. Still wrong, you are. Whatever. I don't think I'll get published if I do 100K, but if I self-publish, it doesn't matter. Wrong. And you know what? Even more so, it doesn't matter because she posted hers on fucking Wattpad first. So she built up an audience and then somebody picked it up. Oh, no. 
No one could do that. I don't want to publish it on Wattpad. I don't know what that means. It's like for free. What is that? Like a people can read it for free. A Wattpad? Wattpad. What the hell is that? It's a website where people can read stories for free. What? That's called the internet. It's like people publishing <laughs> fan fiction Dude, and Zagra. their original short stories. Wattpad. Wattpad. No, Wattpad. <laughs> Wattpad. I used to be on there. No, it's it's Wattpad. I've never written a story what on there. What is it? W-H-P-A-D. Wattpad. W-A-T-T-P-A-D. Wattpad. What? What? That doesn't make any sense. A watt is electricity. Yeah. What the fuck does that? Wattpad. Why is it watt? Like ideas. Ideas? Yeah, like, wow, on the page. Ideas on the page. <laughs> what? Watts. What? <laughs> Watts, obviously. <laughs> Every time you're walking down the street, someone's like, I got an idea. No, you got a watt. I right? think it makes sense. <laughs> makes sense for whoever's making money on that website. <laughs> I mean, a lot of authors have gotten their start on Wattpad and became traditionally published that way. Oh, yeah, but not you. You're too good for that. I don't want to publish on Wattpad. Why not? Because I just want to publish it. Probably self-publish. Probably self-publish? What does that mean? You're going to sit here and glue pages together? No, I'll publish it on like Amazon. What is, is that better? It means I would be responsible for everything and the money and stuff. But You'd be responsible. It's uh, not as like lucrative as being traditionally published because if you get an agent and you're traditionally published, like you get a deal and everything like that and they just pay you and they take care of like the, the marketing work. and stuff. <laughs> they take care of the work, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> But I don't think I'm good enough to get traditionally published. Why not? Because I'm just an okay writer. Wow. That's what I, all the great authors think, too. They do, actually. Exactly. Um, so shut the hell up. But <laughs> I'm also on my first draft, and I'm trying to just finish it. Because that's all the advice I've seen online that says, like, don't get stuck on writing a specific part or scene. Just get it out, write your story, and then go back and edit it. And I'm like, okay, that's what I'm trying to do. It's hard though, because like yesterday there was just one part where I put um, in parentheses, I was like, this stuff happens, come back later. <laughs> mm -hmm. Now, I recently heard from an inside scoop source you oh, know, God. that there would be uh, cities <laughs> in this book of yours and that the main city that the, the main character just gets like wet for every time, it's named Wangle. No. Now, can you speak no. any more on that and what it stands for? So I found this fantasy name generator for cities and stuff like that. So you've stolen the name Wangle. Okay. No, it says it's allowed to be used in your writing. Oh, um, they specifically good. made this website for writers using their algorithm, which they're like, they take the prefixes of descriptive words and the suffixes of like certain other words and then put them together to make a city. That sounds cool, but it's not like, like sometimes I look up fantasy name generators. It's like, you can't even pronounce it. It's like meant to be orc or something, and it doesn't really work for me. It doesn't read well on a page. So the, one of the ones I got, though, was called Wangle, the Wandering City of the Eagle. Exactly. What a fantastic inside there, scoop. There will not be now, a city named Wangle in Does the city itself move, or do wanderers just go there to see the eagles? Okay, you've heard it here first, guys. There's going to be an invisible city called Wangle that floats in the sky that no one in the book knows about. But you, you'll know about it. Don't worry. Yeah. I'll put it in the, the credits section at the end where you're just like, thanks to all the hard work and ideas and inspirations from, from you know, other people. And then you'll put my name there and you'll be like, Wangle Inspired. <laughs> I can't put that I was inspired by your Wangle in my book. You... No, in the credits. It's not in the real book. Nobody reads the credits. Like the accolades section. There's no section. credits in the book. What is it called? It's like the accolades section. Or like honorable mentions. Acknowledgement. I knew it was an A. I don't read books. Yeah, acknowledgements. Yeah, exactly. They're usually like, thank you, you, you to, to my husband exactly. for not you, going look, crazy. You have to acknowledge my wangle, all right? I don't want to acknowledge your wangle. No, you have to. Why? I just say, otherwise it doesn't exist. <laughs> I don't need your wangle to exist in my book. Oh my gosh. We'll now see. We're just, now we're just disappointing all the millions of fans. I might work something out for you. You're working on the wangle? I'll work on something for you. That's good. Maybe not wangle, but... Now, I heard Wangle is the capital of some, uh, <laughs> some civilization. Do you happen to know the name of that civilization as well? 
No, I don't. Would you like to, to look at your notes so you can uh, recall what you've named? The oh, you wrote in my notes, Wangle, the capital of Wangtopia. Oh, well, thank you for confirming from the inside source, the author herself. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. The existence of the floating Wangtopia. Now, <laughs> is this also going in the, the accolades? No. Uh, oh, acknowledgements then. That's no, right. not okay, those either. That's good. I'm glad we got that all settled out before. Maybe in my forward, I'll acknowledge the wangle. You'll acknowledge the wangles in your forward? Maybe. Okay. Yeah. We'll see. That's good. We all need to acknowledge a little wangle every time. <laughs> your wangle is my favorite of all of the wangles. That's good. It floats in the sky. No one knows about it, but it floats <laughs> sometimes. Speaking of which, yeah. I put in a maintenance request the other day. Oh, God. I just wanted you to have someone to talk to, really. No, so, I you, was so yeah. uncomfortable. <laughs> you've been talking about how like you haven't had people to talk to since you've been on leave from work. So <laughs> I put in maintenance request to have people An come angry over. maintenance request. I did put request. in a very angry maintenance request. We've been here for like over a year and they have not fixed the door to our patio it's still broken i think it's gotten worse it has gotten worse every time it gets it's rains or it's humid it gets worse like it it's every time so i put in another maintenance request and this one was not nice i was i put it in and was like i this is the fourth time i'm putting this in i don't know why the fuck you keep closing this uh you haven't done Did any you work. really say that yeah why would I not? <laughs> like, I said, you haven't done any work. Nothing's been, uh, this request keeps getting closed out and I keep getting told that a contractor needs to come by to get a quote, but no one has ever come by. I don't understand why this keeps getting closed out and you need to come by and fucking fix this. Otherwise, I'm just going to keep putting in these requests every week when it gets closed. You know? <laughs> and, then, and then they finally sent somebody over, like, I don't know, two days after that. And, uh, <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, we can get this fixed like tomorrow. I'm like, oh, can you? Can you get it fixed tomorrow? Thanks for that. And then I guess the, the leasing office saw it. It was much they, nicer than you said. They called me. And uh, this one was. The next one, not so much. <laughs> it wasn't that rude. It was rude enough compared to all the other ones that you put in. That's just like, please don't be angry at me. <laughs> but there's a scratch in this thing. And if you would be so obliged on your <laughs> at your next earliest convenience, would you come by? Like compared to the ones you put I'm in, I'm so polite. Was, compared to the ones that you put in, it was angry. They even called me to make sure that they could come over and actually look at it to maybe get it fixed. And I'm like, yeah, how about you don't close out my fucking thing? Yeah, they never call us for requests. But so the guy <laughs> yeah, came in, like, right? And he was nice, um, young dude, whatever, about our age, like. Um, calling me old. I said young dude, our age. Oh my gosh. Um, but he came in, we're talking about the door or whatever. He's asking me questions that are ridiculous. He's like, yeah, it's like pouring water, right? And I was like, I don't think so. Like, he, goes, pouring water. he was like, I thought there was a video I saw where water was coming out. And I was like, no. I've never taken a video of it, but Maybe okay. like that one time they got our request mixed up with somebody else's for the sink and they just came in and tried to fix the sink for no reason. Yeah, they did that one time. And they were like, I'm here to fix your sink. I'm like, what sink? Do I have a sink problem? And we're like, no. And they had like a giant hose thing. It was weird. But he's talking to me at the door, asking questions that I'm like, no, that's not the issue. Like, here's the issue. It's getting worse when it rains, that sort of thing. He's like, oh, yeah, no big deal. But I told Jordan I got a little uncomfortable because at the end, he's leaving the apartment, right? I talked to him about Jordan. I'm like, yeah, my partner put the request in, whatever, you know, like um, all this stuff. And then he even, you know, responded and was like, oh, yeah, like you're blah, 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 all this stuff. Goes to leave the apartment and he's like, will not like he stands out in the hallway in front of our door talking to me and he's like oh you have a gaming computer i want a gaming computer like all this stuff and i was just like yeah mine's <laughs> not that great i just kind of play the sims whatever you know um i'm like yeah haha -ha. um and he just stands there and then eventually he's like okay well bye and i was like bye you know like <laughs> shut my door and i was just like why are we still talking Bro. <laughs> Ugh. i live here <laughs> like, i live here you're tearing apart our couch. That's how we're gonna. <laughs> that's how we're gonna find some like, things that you've lost. It, oh yeah, here it is. It slips into these little indents in the couch, and I'm like. You know you own pockets, right? I know. Well, use them. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
So where were we? My ever, boyfriend, Zoro? Yeah. You ever thought about what happens in video games to like those vendors? We're like, you go and you're like, oh, you're over encumbered. And you're just like, here, I'm going to sell all my stuff to a vendor, right? Yeah. And you sell them like a thousand wheels of cheese <laughs> and yeah. like 30 Skyrim. necklaces and like a bunch of different random shit, right? And you're like, sweet, thanks. And you walk away with like 500 gold or whatever. But then that guy, he's got to go home to his wife and give her a thousand wheels of cheese. And she's going to go, why the hell did you buy a thousand wheels of cheese? <laughs> why would you, why would he take it home though? Why wouldn't you he just resell it in a shop? You think he's selling things so that like, he's not buying things for like what, like, even if he doesn't take it home, where are you going to put a thousand wheels of cheese? He doesn't have dragonborn pockets. Yes, okay. they do. Or haven't you ever seen the secret shop things in Skyrim? That's not my point. This man now has a thousand wheels of cheese. He'll and put he it in does the not, He does not fight enough Draugr to justify eating that much cheese. He'll put it in underground storage. Like underground all storage? He's got a little stall. Do you guys not stall. know about the secret He's got a storage? stall on the street. He's got a stall on the street. He's got nothing. Okay, then he'll he's eat it. He's going to eat a thousand wheels of cheese. He doesn't yeah. fight that many Draugr. We're, okay, just, we're going you know in circles what, now. Imagine you're a poor merchant barely feeding your family with the meager earnings you can make on the street. Meager earnings? That guy just gave me 500 gold. He gave you 500 what gold. What are you on about? <laughs> I specifically stared at the stars and prayed that everyone I talked to would have an extra thousand gold so that they could give it to me. But think about this. You got 500 <laughs> gold. He got a thousand wheels of cheese. He can then turn around and sell those for one gold each. And he has a thousand gold. For what? To buy more of my cheese when to I sell other roll back through He'll town? He'll sell your cheese to all the no, other you don't people. understand. I already, he's not poor. I already prayed to the stars to get him more money. Okay, then he's going to eat your cheese. He's going to eat the cheese. Or he'll age he's it just and become a new, he'll become a cheesemonger. Why are all these rich motherfuckers just standing out there buying shit from random people that come through town? How about you just buy food at the pub? You know? Have you ever seen crazy. that video where it was like getting a reward <laughs> in video make games? any sense. Oh yeah, one of them. Where it's like, I, I don't oh, know if we're getting the, the new place. armor set, and the guy goes up and he gets his armor set, and he's like, "Oh, it's so cool!" And it like covers all of his body, and it looks awesome. And the girl's like, "Oh my god, I'm so excited to get mine!" And she walks up and she goes, "Okay, give me my reward!" And they give her a chest plate, and it's just like all it's like a bikini basically with some chains hanging <laughs> yeah. off it. And she's like, "What the fuck is this?" No, I was thinking of something different. I saw one that was like, "These, you ever see these reward quests where you walk up to some random person in a town?" Or like the the mayor of the town or whoever and they're like please you have to help us our priceless artifact that's been in the town for since the town's inception has been stolen won't you go find it and then you go on like a long journey and you find it and you bring it back and they're like oh thank goodness you found it you can have it <laughs> you're like what the fuck man yeah <laughs> like why for me it's, why it's funny because like just i always give me money man like i don't need your artifact of, of like saving the town like what the <laughs> in games like that i always explore a ton before i do any quests so like like in skyrim for example you know bleak falls barrow i always i always just automatically go there do everything get the stone and then you go to the main part of the quest and it's like Hey, can you go get this stone from Bleak Falls Barrow? And I'm like, I already got it, bitch. Like, yeah, every time if you go there first and then go down, he's like, we have this cloth that see, and you're like, yeah, I already cleared that out. It's fine. Like, Thank you. <laughs> Me and Dollar are gonna go fuck some bitches now. Yeah. <laughs> I always get him as a companion at the beginning, and what I do is I'll have him train me in archery, and then if you go through that whole quest with him and like get his girlfriend for him, he uh, becomes really high tier friendship with you. Unless you in his house and stuff, but you can take all of his money out of his pockets. So I, I'll have him train me in archery and then take all the money back from him. Like oh I yeah, never you spent can just be like, yeah, thanks. Thank you so much, Fandal, for your contributions to the Dragonborn journey. Right. You saved the world, truly. Skyrim, <laughs> thanks you. You're a national hero. Yeah, sure you are. <laughs> okay, do, do when you play Skyrim, are you um, an imperial or an, or do you follow the Nords? I kill both sides. I don't care about them and their petty war. I kill all of them. Like even doesn't matter which quest line I pick, they all die. 
like whenever like even if i side with the the nords right and they're like we got to go attack this imperial camp i will kill every imperial there and then kill every nord that came with me and then just take all of their stuff and leave and then I you just... go then you go to the next nord mission right you go to the next mission start point and the commander's like good job in that last mission we're gonna go raid this other village and you're like yes i did very well i killed all of your men but we're gonna do it again like they don't care <laughs> all right <laughs> i just I like the aesthetics of the Stormcloaks, but then as I got older and I was still playing the game and I realized how racist they were, I was like, oh, I can't be on the side of genocide, even in the video game, you know? I know it's fake people and it's not real. It still makes me feel bad. I don't want to do it. Is the Stormcloaks the guy you have to kill on that ship? Is that him? Like the king or something? Ulfric Stormcloak? Yeah, was that the new guy or was that the old guy? I don't but, know. I, I, One of like in that cliffside town, right? You gotta like kill him or something? Oh no, we gotta go get your tattoo removed. You don't know the lore of Skyrim. The final She's battle, I'm right pretty now. sure, takes place in Whiterun. <laughs> You're like stumped right now. You kill the Emperor on a boat. You yeah, the Emperor. The Emperor. Is that what I was talking about? I don't know the two main guys that you're like supporting in, the, in this story. You kill the Emperor as a part of the um, Assassin Dark Brotherhood storyline. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Who's like the, what was, isn't there one that's like some king or something? Who's that? The king was killed by Ulfric. Oh, is that, oh, is that who wakes up next to you in the beginning? Is that guy? No. You're, that's the guy who's trying to escape. Yeah. Oh, Ulfric's next to you and you, sorry, yeah. You motherfucker. Sorry, you're confusing I literally me. just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Ulfric's No, in the, the cart. emperor's not next Ulfric's to you in the, in the cart. Ulfric's in the cart at the All beginning. Right, it's look. not the emperor. No, but yeah, Ulfric is next to you in the cart, and they have a cloth over his mouth, so he can't shout. Because they don't know yeah, you. Yeah, because you can't shout when you have a cloth in your mouth. What I saw the... this really cool fan theory sense. about Skyrim the other day, actually, that was like, you know, like, the guy who gets off the cart before you and tries to run away and gets killed, and how he's praying to all the gods? What? So, in the beginning of Skyrim, when you get off the cart, right before you do Character Maker, there's a guy who gets off the cart before you, and he runs away tries to run away even though yeah all he the gets like there. killed but he, he starts praying to all the gods including akatosh and um sure, sure. they were like what if that's the reason the dragons woke up again is because this guy was like praying and akatosh was like oh i'll send okay Alderaan. but have you seen how long it takes for a dragon to come back takes fuck like you see there's one of them where you find like one of the grave sites and then it comes back it takes like yeah, so long for true. it to come back and then for it to like go find where that guy died i'm like i don't know yeah and i thought the whole reason that he showed up was because you were about to die and he feels like your dragon spirit because he doesn't show up until you're about to get beheaded right like he doesn't save the guy in front of you like the guy in front of you gets beheaded doesn't he he is shot by arrows, and then somebody else gets beheaded, and then... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, two people died, and then he's like, I guess I'll show up. <laughs> have you ever tried Skyrim in VR? No, I haven't. Oh my god, we need to have you try it. It, it makes me like really fun. emotion sick, but things are so fucking cool in Skyrim VR. First off, when I did character customization the first time I ever played mm -hmm. Skyrim VR, I turned around and the horse was like in my face, and it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> like... <laughs> it was right there. Um, but things are so big in Skyrim VR, like, you really don't understand how large some of the Yeah, they have to scale are. it up because otherwise you wouldn't fit through most of the shit like, that's there. Some of the urns are bigger than your body and it's, yeah. it's so it's so cool though. It's so cool. You should you should do it. <laughs> Speaking of this is just a side note. So uh I'm in a lot of, of group chats for work. I think like at least I think I'm in like 14 different mm -hmm. group chats, right? And a lot of the messages that I get, it doesn't require a response. But the ones that I do get, I don't feel like sending a message back most of the time. So you can leave little emotes on the messages, like just little reacts to it. And like 90% of the time, people just put a little thumbs up emoji on there, right? Mm -hmm. And I hate it. I think it's boring. I click on the little button and I scroll and then I randomly pick emojis to put on there. So like the other day, I had uh, somebody just... Oh, all right, so calm down over there. So the other day, I got a message that was like, hey, can you check if this vehicle is in your fleet? And uh, I just picked the button and I scrolled down and I clicked one and it was uh, it was in uh, Amphora. And I was like, perfect. <laughs> I walked off and I didn't think anything of it, you know? Pretend and I'm stupid and later, you don't know what that is. An Amphora? Here, I'll put it up. Uh, 
Just pretend. It's a... <laughs> you know the how the urns look in Skyrim, like big jars? Mm -hmm. Think of a little one with handles on it that the Greeks and Romans used to oh, drink Oh, like the water of. drugs? It's called drugs. an Water jugs? It's called an amphora? Yeah, That's it's cool. a Greek or Roman jar with two handles and a narrow neck that they used to drink out of. Here I'll use that me. for my bar, or my book. Here. Sometimes I say the wrong See? words and I don't know Please. why. Yeah, I knew exactly what you said once you what anyway, you're describing. But like, describing. so I clicked on I, the, it. Just reminded because you said the urns. But I clicked on that and it said, you know, it was just an amphora, and I sent it back. <laughs> and then later in the day, I saw that person, and every it gets people every time. I don't know why they just like think it, I'm some have like I have some like hidden meaning behind it or something. Every time they're like, "Hey, do you see? I, you saw my message earlier." And I said, "Yeah." Do you see my? I reacted to it, and they said, "Yeah." What? You sent me like a vase, and I was yeah. like, "Yeah, an amphora." And they go. Well, well, why? And I was like, do you not like my amphora? Like, I, well, what does it mean? And I was like, it means I saw your message. And they're like, is it, where, like, is it some hidden meaning? Is that a reference to something? And like, they just, it breaks people's minds somehow if you don't give them like a thumbs up or a thumbs down. I just love it. You confuse me like all the time my, too, to be fair. My supply guy, he sent me a message and it was like, uh, do you want me to take care of this? And I sent back a little mermaid with a trident and he, <laughs> <laughs> And then later in the day, he's like, hey, I I took care of it, but did you want me to do it like a certain way? I was like, what do you mean? Did you get it done? He goes, yeah, but you sent me like a mermaid. And I was like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know why you're confused. You're going to be known as that one <laughs> fucking guy. <at> <laughs> I was like, I just keep fucking sending random emojis. I'm going to really care. Every once in a while, I'll give a thumbs down when people are like, hey, we moved. I, one of my meetings got moved from like 1400 to 1500. So they were like. Hey, our meeting today got moved, you know, uh, to the right an hour. And I was like, well, that sucks, you know, because <laughs> then I, I get out an hour later because I'm like, well, fuck, now the meeting's later. So I put a thumbs down <laughs> and they, they sent back a thing. They're like, dang, why are you so sassy today? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> using a regular thumbs down. <laughs> like, look, man, I don't know what you want. I don't want this meeting to be an hour later. <laughs> At least you're being honest. That's all you, you gotta be. I don't know about. Did did you see that NASA is currently doing a test for their uh, Mars missions? They have a simulated Mars landscape and uh, a habitat, and they're having four people live in there uh, for almost a year, pretending to live in Mars. Mm-hmm. It's to practice like the uh, daily things that they have to get used to, so that when they go there, it's not just like this is weird. Why? Like, why do we have to put on a suit to go outside? So like what? Like what kind of things do they have to do? They're practicing. Well, first, the, one of the main goals is to see if they're compatible living together in an enclosed space for a year. The second yeah, part, because the second part, uh, they're Could also. Could you imagine you get to Mars and you realize you think your your the most annoying fucking person on the planet? Right. But they're, they're and they really testing. are because there's only four of you. Yeah, <laughs> like they they're also having to test if they have enough space there to actually perform the tests and like the experiments that they're going to on Mars. So if they're like, hey, we ran out of room on this part, then they you know they have to redesign the the habitat a little bit or, or tweak things or here and there. They're also throwing in like stressors and events like, oh, they're like NASA is going to purposely make equipment fail and like make things like break or go down so that they have fun. to fix it like in that environment. Okay. But you but, know what I was just saying though, before you continue, like, mm -hmm. could you imagine getting roasted by your friends in space? Like they, they would literally say stuff like that. They'd be like, you're the most annoying person on the planet. I hate you. And you'd have to be like, ouch, that fucking hurts. Like, yeah. The name of it is the Crew Health and Performance Exploration Analog Mission, or CHAPIA for short. CHAPIA. <laughs> for CHAPE, I don't know. The CHAPE Chape. mission, you know. <laughs> so four people uh, with one exit in a 1,700 square foot habitat for about a year, right? Ugh. They currently have a biomedical scientist, a structural engineer, a board certified physician who specialized in out of hospital emergency care and an advanced practice nurse, right? And then they have two backup crew members just in case one of them gets like, I don't know, too annoying or something, right? The two backup include a senior aerospace engineer and a US Navy microbiologist. Are they like all male? Are they mixed? It doesn't group, say, or? no, it, it doesn't say in here. But my, I'm like, would they make you wear use birth control to go to 
space? Or like, would they be like, see what happens? <laughs> like, I would assume. Like, I would. Yeah, I have no idea. Like, though. I feel like they'd have to control that. Yeah. My my they put up like a Mars mock-up like landscape too. So anytime they go outside, they have to put on suits and go through an actual airlock and like make sure everything's working and all that, you know. But my favorite part about this entire simulation is NASA did not want them to get bored while they're in there. So they are planning on sending a TV, board games, and a PlayStation 4 with them. And I was like, NASA can't afford a PlayStation 5? Like, what the... <laughs> so they'll have to... <laughs> but they'll have to build themselves something no, to no, use no. all that, won't they? No, they're sending up, like, when they go with them, they're giving... They're gonna have a TV, and then a board game... Like, board games, and then a PlayStation, so they can just Maybe play it's on because on PlayStation 5, everything <laughs> has to be online. Maybe, and I don't know, I'll... but I think that's amazing. Like, they're not... They're gonna have Obviously, internet. they can't play... Wait... They're gonna have internet. Yeah, but the time it takes to. No, no, no. Listen, yeah, I just think it's very it... funny that they gave them a PlayStation Four. They're like, here, play video games on this. <laughs> I don't feel like they could play games online because it would take too long to no, get back to Earth. No, but you can still play games on a PlayStation Five without internet. It's not required. Yeah, I guess. I they just have thought it was funny that they gave them a four instead of a five, like they couldn't get one or something. <laughs> Somebody at NASA was like, I'm not giving up my fucking PS5 so these losers can yeah, play in I space. Guess. <laughs> but it, it doesn't say if they're male or female, uh, the crew itself, but I just thought it was great because they include the board games that they included were uh, the PlayStation 4, Settlers of Catan. Uh, let me see if I can find some other ones. It'd be funny if they just gave them a bunch of like RTS games. Yeah. <laughs> Like here's Civ Five, have fun. <laughs> even the even this article said there's even a PlayStation Four Slim, though you'd think with NASA's budget the agency could spare it its soon to be prisoners current generation gaming systems. <laughs> you know, honestly, that's so true. You're basically prisoner in an experiment for a year. It's like, have you heard of the Russian sleep experiment? No. Wait, wait. Here, look at these pictures real quick. Oh no, it's taking me to Twitter. No, I don't want notifications. Check these, check these, uh... Jordan's showing me this the live is, photos. This is the photo of the habitat, right? So that doesn't look too terrible. Of, this is one of the pictures. What is it made of? I don't know. It looks like the walls are made of carbon, but like, there's the PlayStation and the, the board games. And then they have their researching center. And then they have, like, the airlock and stuff. And you're like, all right, cool. But, like, <laughs> it's not a very big, uh... That doesn't look like 1,500 square feet. No, it's 1,700. There's other rooms in the back and stuff, but I just thought it was awesome that they were... <laughs> They were like soon to be prisoners. Do you, They're volunteers. Do you like think they, you could do that? They were selected to go for a year. I mean, probably. I don't know if they're, you know, it's funny. Those six people probably not going to Mars. They're like, I don't know if it's just to test them or like, I would hope they get to go since they're doing this. But I think the other main goal of it was again to see the, uh, if they could live together and if all the equipment and stuff held up. But I just thought that was great that they were like, it includes a PlayStation 4. Like, that's the greatest thing. How long does it take to get to Mars? <laughs> to get there? I don't know. Like a couple months, I think. Let's see. It takes nine months to get to Mars. So they'd have like the nine months of travel and then mm -hmm. they'd have to live together for at least a year? Something about that, yeah. There's a whole movie about that. <laughs> What's the one with Matt Damon? <laughs> you mean The Martian? The Martian, yeah. <laughs> That's a good movie. We should watch that. It's been a while since I've seen it. It is. <laughs> um, Man grew potatoes, though. That is true. This is this article is real fun too, right? <clears throat> so you know, in video games, why all like med kits are red with the white cross? Mm -hmm. because no one's allowed to use the Red Cross in video games for things that aren't actually the Red Cross. Oh, I didn't know that. So no one's allowed to use the Red Cross or a red whatever with a white cross in it because hmm. that's how they get around it because normally it's white with the Red Cross on it. Anyway, so the Red Cross, the uh, well, they did it in, uh, what was it, Among Us not too long ago. They, Among Us recently had theirs taken down because they had um their med bay had a red cross on the white wall 
So Red Cross told them to take it down and you're breaking the Geneva Convention. So they had to change it. I just don't get how it so, matters in a video game. Like it doesn't affect anything in the real life. You're not allowed to depict anything of it. It's it's the whole thing. I, I get that they don't want you to do it, but I just, I think it seems a little silly. I can look it up exactly, but the, uh, here, let me, let me find it real quick. Like in real life, obviously, I could see why that would bother them, but in a video game, like, nobody's going into Among Us like, oh no, that's the real Red Cross, you know? <laughs> like... Yeah, so the, the Red Cross usually gives warnings to video games before any further actions are taken. Uh, but if the Red Cross emblem or similar signs are used for uh, for other purposes, no matter how beneficial or inconsequential they may seem, the special significance of the emblem is diminished. Um, the Red Cross emblem or similar designs are not general signs of ambulances, healthcare, first aid. So the Red Cross itself is a, a symbol of the Red Cross charity, but they cannot use it in the game. <laughs> That's why they also like... The uh, Halo ran into this problem too, but because they, they had a white, like octagon with a red cross on mm -hmm. it, and they changed it to a red H for health. <laughs> mm. That makes sense. Anyway, so the the Red Cross though recently came out with this fun statement about video games. What do you think the Red Cross had to say? Honestly, I could not tell you what I think. The Red Cross is asking players to stop committing war crimes in games. Why? Because they... <laughs> Would you rather we do it in real life? <laughs> yeah, that's... Um, uh, mm -hmm. Like what? <laughs> here's, their, here's a statement from them. Every day, people play games set in conflict zones right from their couch. But right now, armed conflicts are more prevalent than ever. To the people suffering from their effects, this conflict is not a game. It destroys lives and leaves communities devastated. We're challenging you to play FPS by the real rules of war to show everyone that even wars have rules. So one of their their main uh, issues was like Battle Royale games because it is against the, like any game where you play with a team, like you get hurt enough and you go down and on the ground, right? Mm -hmm and you can't fight back, you basically you just sit there until someone picks you up or you die. Yeah. And then you can, if you down somebody, you can then kill them in this game, in Fortnite, Warzone, whatever the game is, right? But it is against the Geneva Convention to- God damn, Siri, you're active. It is against the, it's a war crime to kill someone who has not fighting against you, like fighting back. So even if they were just shooting at you and you shot them and they fell down, if they're bleeding out, and they don't have a weapon or any way to hurt you, you cannot shoot them. It is a war crime. Do people actually follow that in real world time? Yeah, that's it's a war crime. You'll get charged <laughs> with breaking the Geneva Convention. I just <laughs> But they're asking like video game there. They're asking video game players to abide by that. So like any Warzone game or Battle Royale game where you down somebody, they're asking you to just walk away and let them like bleed out. And you're like, all right, but like, okay. <laughs> I feel like that kind of goes back to the like, do video games cause violence argument, which like, no, they don't. Um, I just thought it was great that they're asking people playing cards <gasps> like Warzone and Fortnite. <laughs> to, I mean, I'm not like a battle games. royale kind of like, person anyways, okay. but you know, I even get upset when I choose the mean option in dialogue, like, yeah. I feel like most people, I don't know. That's just silly. like. I don't even know what I how to phrase that. <laughs> okay, but so you haven't heard of the Russian sleep experiment. You should read it. Uh, I think I have. It's it a creepy pasta. It is probably one of the scariest things I've ever read in my life. Like they could make a scary movie about it, and I would just be as horrified. Um, <laughs> but basically, it's like an experiment where they put a bunch of people in a room, um, and they're not allowed to sleep. And it's like about what happens to them. Oh my god! Yeah. If you haven't re read it, obviously I can't sit here and read the whole thing to you. But read it. I don't know who no. the original author is, unfortunately. But it's so scary. You should read it. <laughs> that sleep story is that the one where they just like locked people in rooms and like kept them awake with like sirens and stuff, or am I thinking of something else? No, you're thinking. No, of that was the, else. the the Stanford one, wasn't it? The Stanford, the Stanford prison experiment. Yeah, maybe it was that one where they like they didn't they keep people awake during that with like loud sirens and like sometimes. So basically, for that one, they were allowed to do like the like the people that were 
if you haven't seen it, this, the prison experiment was basically some people were guards, some people were prisoners. You got randomly selected, yeah. Yeah, so like it was just a group of people in an experiment. Half were guards, half were chosen to be prisoners. Um, and the guards could pretty much do whatever they wanted to the people. When it started out, they were allowed to do like, they weren't doing as much and then as time went on, like they got worse and worse obviously, but they were doing stuff like that, like spraying air horns so they couldn't sleep and no. fucking with them. Yeah, I think I was confused. So maybe I haven't seen the Russian one. Hmm. I'm gonna look it up. But in the past uh, two weeks, there's been two instances with uh, the Air National Guard, right? No, oh, no. With two different people. I don't know if you saw the first one. So the first one, uh, an Air National Guard guy from like Massachusetts, he was working in their like intel intelligence division, and he posted. Um, a bunch of top secret documents on a Minecraft Discord server. I did see that. I didn't see. I didn't know why. Like, why was he they, posting these documents? Like, what were they? That anything like that? So all, the documents. Uh, I haven't seen any of them, but uh, according to the the news and the Pentagon, a, a lot of the documents were about the war in Ukraine and what's going on in Russia and like what and Syria. I think was the other one. And people and Ukraine got really mad and was like. This is like classified information about our war, yeah, like going national on with, security, with Russia, and now Russia has intelligence about, you know, things that Ukraine is doing or planning or operations and whatnot. So Ukraine was really mad about it, uh, but they found the uh, it was it was apparently on this Minecraft server for almost a month and a half before anyone noticed it, and then the media picked it up, and then within like two days of that, the investigation starting, they found it was a 21 year old. A uh, guy from Massachusetts who was arrested, who was found <laughs> to be the one that put it out there. We're like, damn, dude, like, way to give away your whole career. Like, I couldn't imagine uh, <laughs> ruining my life at such an early age. To just be like, no, guys, it's real. There is stuff going on in Ukraine. And then posting top secret documents. You know what? Like, Everybody what else on this planet fuck? should feel so much better about themselves. Like, you might be doing poorly, <laughs> but you're not revealing government secrets at 21 poorly. <laughs> like, yeah, dude, I was like, what the fuck, man? And then there was another story recently where the FBI arrested a, uh, a man because he... He's an expecting father, right? Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, I gotta get some money. New kiddos, they cost a lot, right? Here's what happened. He, <laughs> what did he rob a bank? <laughs> he went on rentahitman.com. What? Right? Fun story to start Legitimately, out. like, rentahitman. Rent, rentahitman.com. And he- it Sounds like an FBI website. <laughs> it is an FBI run website. <laughs> Hey, monitor the website. You gotta be real fucking stupid to order something offline. No, like no, no. That. He did not order anything. He, you can't order. You can order uh, Hitman off of there, and then the FBI investigate whether it's a legitimate thing or not, and then they come and arrest you, right? Alternatively, you can do what this man did, and he sent in an application to be a hitman. Oh my God. To be an assassin. He oh sent God. in an application to be an assassin on rentahitman.com. I wish you guys could see me right now. Like. <laughs> this, <gasps> the, the best part of this article is the first sentence is, many Americans are embracing that side hustle lifestyle as an expected, <laughs> as an aspect of their modern life. But one expectant father in Tennessee got a bit more creative in the pursuit of money than most. He applied to be an assassin at the website rentahitman.com, the fake site. Its owner uses it to tip off law enforcement and the FBI for potential murders for hire. I just... Yeah. Sir. Authorities say the 21-year-old... Again, another 21-year-old. Where's Authorities your critical thinking skills? The 21-year-old sent in a very genuine application and soon the FBI arrested him. He said, yeah, I'd kill people for my baby. He fucking... <laughs> he applied to be a hitman. Oh my yeah. gosh. Dude. You literally just gave yourself to the FBI. He was like, ah. You know what? He's like, no, I'm gonna go... I'm gonna back him up on this, okay? This man, 1000 IQ play, he was like, this girl told me she was on a pill. Clearly not. I don't want this baby. How do I get out of it? And he's like, I don't want to do nothing violent. Can't go to prison like that. 
gotta do something real cool like right real cool slide it in real easy rent to hitman.com i become an assassin get arrested don't have to deal with the baby <sighs> thousand iq play there's you know it. just easier ways to get out of being nope, a father you know it thousand iq play like just <laughs> tell your significant other you don't want to be with them anymore yeah Oh, I forgot to tell you the name of the article from the Red Cross thing. The name of the article is, Please Stop Committing War Crimes in Multiplayer Games. It's Upsetting the Red Cross. Boo-hoo. <laughs> also, like, if you live in a country that is dealing with these things right now, like, I understand, like, it, you yeah. might not be the kind of person who's like, yeah, I really want to go play war games. Like, totally get it. But, uh... I, I think likening people playing Fortnite to committing war crimes is a little bit insane, I'm not gonna lie. Like, yeah. unless you're a very mentally ill person who is not doing well, you're not gonna go commit a crime because you did it in a video game. Speaking of, of video games, there's a, um, there's a, uh, that doesn't have a name, but there's a mom right now, right? There's a mom. There's a mom. There's only one. <laughs> Just one. There's only one. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Uh, anyway, she used to play a lot of video games, right? And apparently she had, she liked the adrenaline rush of winning video games, but it was, she was, I guess, playing too many or addicted or something, right? So she switched over to playing Candy Crush. She just hit that Candy Crush age. And- uh, Oh, I think I know what you're about to tell us. And uh, so there was a tweet about it recently about her playing Candy Crush. Apparently she accidentally entered into an official Candy Crush tournament and she is uh, seated the number one in the U.S. for this this tournament. And is a worldwide tournament. So she's in the semifinals for, up for a $250,000 prize. Didn't know she was in the tournament until they congratulated her with a message that said, welcome to the semifinals. <laughs> I awesome. I used to play a lot of Candy Crush. I don't know how you win a tournament. Like, I thought it was all just luck. I, I don't know. Like there must be some, there must be some co like competition part to it that they added or something. Because they do miniature competitions I've competed in before, but it's never been like money prizes. It's always like win in-game, you know, like Apparently things. the final consists of, of 10 people that are going to be in the UK in May. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how the actual game... I thought it was just a single-player game, but I, I guess she accidentally entered into a tournament. Yeah, like, so usually the way it works, like, in the miniature ones I've done, is, like, you get a certain amount of... Like, you pass a certain amount of levels, and they'll give you points based on how many levels you pass and how mm -hmm. well you do. Um, and at the end of the week or end of the time slot, like, whoever got the most points, like, wins. Oh, is that how it is? Oh, okay. That, that's how it is for the miniature ones where you're not winning money. I don't know how the ones where you win money would work. I have no idea. Like I said, I haven't. Because <laughs> it's very, it. like, there are weeks where I'll play and I don't no. have it anymore. I got right Candy Crush because I got addicted. <laughs> um, right. I can't do mobile phone games. Like, I could play regular video games constantly and be okay. You get me, I don't know what it is with mobile phone games. It, like, hits my <laughs> dopamine center. I know you get like way involved with them. It's crazy. I used to spend money on them. Jordan doesn't let me do that anymore because I spent much money. But you know, I was I had a lot of fun at Candy Crush. But still, there are certain weeks where it'd be like, okay, you're passing hundreds of levels, and then there'd be certain weeks where it's like, I can't get past this one extra hard level. Yeah. So I don't really see how that worked in the tournament. But obviously, I'm I, not good enough for Candy Crush. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, oh, recently we also got a new cookbook. And it's yeah, exciting because I don't know most of the ingredients in it. It's uh, the ingredients are pretty uh, out <laughs> it's there. Pretty out there. Not like so weird. We, got the, but just we talked about rare. it last last podcast actually, last episode. We talked about it. We got the um, the Avatar: The Last Airbender cookbook, like their official cookbook. The recipes look great. Uh, the ingredients, no idea where I'm gonna find them. All right, I have no idea how to pronounce some of this stuff in there. Like a good amount of it, I don't know where to find it but it looks great <laughs> i think you get some of it in an asian market but it's Probably, like yeah. multicultural so it's not like oh this is japanese this is chinese it's like mixing a lot of ingredients together and it's like where the yeah. hell am i supposed to get this yeah did you want to try one of those today? i really want to try the mooncake recipe mooncake i don't know what's in that also i really wish i could show the podcast my new phone case because it's so cute she's in love with green man with swords 
Roran Azoro. So this is what happened. I can't say. I'm I, too southern to say his name right, I think. I once pointed out that she has more pictures of anime people than me on her phone. So her solution... He's my lock screen. Her solution was to get rid of my picture entirely and only have Zoro on here. Where'd you go? Oh! So no. that's fun. Uh, I, no, <laughs> yeah. I accidentally, because there's multiple. She said, I pointed it out to her and she said, no, 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 no. You're on there the same amount. And then we counted. Look, there's one picture of me and then there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven <laughs> pictures of an anime character on there. Not different, the same anime Why character. Why don't you just dye one your hair One picture green. of me, seven of him. That's what she was like. I don't understand what the big deal is. All I'm doing is replacing you. At least he's not a real man. Oh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> I really like One Piece, okay? We just got into the 600s. Finally. Um, <laughs> no, it's like my favorite anime of all time. I'll go ahead and say that. <laughs> all right. Like, I just... So if you don't watch One Piece, the reason I like it is because we've talked about me being a depressed person before. Like I'm pretty depressed and anxious most of the time. But One Piece is so positive. Um, and that was one reason why I really liked it when you first showed it is to me. Is it? There are so many like tragic backstories in yeah, One but Piece. That's, what the hell are you talking about? That's why I like it though, because like they all the characters have a tragic backstory, but you take the main character, for example, Monkey D. Luffy. Um, <laughs> Luffy is just like obviously had a shit childhood. So many people in his life has died and left him. Shit, childhood. What are you talking about? Well, I mean, like, like horrible things happened to him. He had two brothers. Yeah, had. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but you know, like, he's still so positive and happy. He sticks up for his friends. He. The only time he gets upset is if somebody like picks on somebody smaller than them and like is bullying people. Then he's like, "Yeah, I'll fuck you up." But in general, like, it's happy and positive. It's about friendship. And it just makes, it's like, okay, yeah, things have happened to me. Yeah, I feel sad sometimes, but I can keep going. I got one piece on my side. (laughs) And my favorite character is Zoro because he's really cool and has sword. Yeah, and he's like you. He can't fucking tell which direction. He's so bad with directions. It's fucking funny. I get really frustrated. (laughs) It's like I get frustrated with him getting lost. I get frustrated with Sanji not being willing to hit a woman. (laughs) That literally, especially during the like the soap lady he he was had to fight against. He just let her kick his ass. Yeah. She dropped a hot tub on him. Yeah. He would have died. Like that's so annoying. Ugh. (laughs) <laughs> just hit women it's fine oh boy you were talking uh earlier to me before the podcast about the sims 4 and you had like a baby that like had a bug with it right i just found this fun article about the sims 4 and <laughs> it's great because it talks about um with the the sims 4 infants update right yeah there's there a, a lot of bugs with that there's a bug <laughs> i know there's one bug in particular where apparently if uh, there's a, a thing where you can have deep thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. The bug, if you have the infant update and like this thing happen with the, the deep thoughts, the game will accuse your sim of being too poor to think. What? <laughs> you, you, I'm sorry, you don't have any money. We're going to take away your brain. <laughs> there's some weird it's one. Awesome. I you I know like, what I'm I started on The Sims 2 and I, there was a lot more features I felt like as they've developed The Sims 4 there's so many weird little interactions like sometimes I've been playing the game since it came out I have 700 hours on my computer that doesn't count how many hours I used to play on my laptop um or on this current computer I still have weird things like that happen to me all the time where I'm like did that just ha-? like my sim once I had a sim die of hypo- hypothermia no. Because she went for a jog in the winter and refused to put on clothing. Like, she changed into summer clothing. <laughs> and then just died. And I was really upset because I had based her off of Princess Belle and I really liked her. Hmm. But, uh, soiled it. Ooh, apparently Desktop Dungeons is free on Steam. What uh, is that? Before Tuesday. I have no idea. The article says Steam is giving away a game with great reviews for free. <laughs> cool. I don't know what Desktop Dungeons is, but uh, you got till April 25th to claim it. When are we posting this episode? Huh? The 23rd. Calm down over there. <laughs> <laughs> so when you hear this, you got two days. Go to Steam. Get exactly. it for free. Exactly. I do want to talk about this, though. Talk about what? Yesterday, we had McDonald's, right? Yes, we did. 
before we went there, you gave the best estimate I've ever heard. So we all know you are great with numbers and visualizing things. So when you came up to me and you said, I want McDonald's fries. And I said, how many? <laughs> I said, how many? And you said, a large McDonald's fry. And I said, how many fries is that? And you said, I don't know, about 30? It seemed a reasonable amount. And then you responded with, why? How many do you think are in there? And I said, more than fucking 30. <laughs> We looked it up. How many, on average, how many fries is in a large McDonald's fry? 100 fries. So you're telling me it's not 30? <laughs> oh my god. I saw. I was still laughing about that even when we were driving over there. Oh my gosh, look at this headline. Aloy's sexual identity is confirmed in Horizon Burning Shores DLC. Thank goodness, now it changes nothing in the game for me. What is it? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I didn't even know she had one. I know, right? I, she... I think she briefly flirted with some guys in the first one, but... Uh, apparently in the new cut... In one of the new cutscenes for the DLC, results in a kiss between her and another character, revealing her sexual identity. Okay. She kisses a new female companion. Alright. Cool. You know, I don't like that though. Like, not that, but I don't like that they're like, oh, it confirms her sexuality. I mean, it doesn't. She could also go and kiss a guy in the next DLC. Yeah. Like it's, <laughs> it just like hints more it's to it. It's a video it. game character. I understand people want representation. She's but... she is like in the game. She's more awkward interacting with men. Like I'll give him that. Mm -hmm. But like I, she could still like men and women. Like it doesn't matter, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. Also, in their society, they just could not give a fuck. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's like in you know I'm I identify as bisexual, but. I feel like a lot of people are really obsessed with it. It's like, I don't need to explain it to you, you know? Like, I can just... Yeah, the other issue... Oh, this is interesting. The last little paragraph of this is um, they gave her a new companion, you know, to, to run missions with and stuff and whatnot. Mm -hmm. However, it also says since Lance Reddick passed away, the his character in the game was well, like in the DLC has a big role which they you know he finished his lines before he passed but it also alluded to him having a major role in the next Horizon game so the people are, people are just asking like how does this play into that like is he still going to be in there is he going to die in the beginning of the next game like you only have certain lines for him you know like maybe they could find somebody with a similar voice I don't know man Oh my gosh! Every time, see? every time I drive up here from work, by the way, this is a little side note for uh, for Lance Riddick. Every time I drive up here um, from from work, I pass uh, I pass through a county, uh, one of the counties, and it has the signs, you know, that says you're now entering whatever county. And every time, I want to steal it because it says entering Zavala County, and I was like, oh. I want to steal it. <laughs> Um, did you see the SpaceX rocket launched today from Texas? It did. I and exploded it within minutes, apparently. Did not get very far, yep. From South Padre Island, mm -hmm. literally exploded within minutes after blasting off on its first test flight Thursday and crashed into the Gulf of Mexico. It was the largest rocket that's ever been launched. It was supposed to go on a round-the-world trip from the southern tip of Texas near the Mexican border. It showed several of 33 main engines were not firing as the rocket climbed from the launch pad, several. reaching 24 <laughs> miles or 39 kilometers. Uh, basically, the booster was supposed to peel away from the spacecraft, and that didn't happen. Yeah. So it began to tumble and then exploded, plummeting into the Gulf near Hawaii. Yeah, China had the same thing. Oh my gosh, did you see that? Okay. No, I didn't. So um, China has had invested almost $2 billion over the past 10 years into their new rocket, okay? They launched it- 10 years? 10 years That's they've been working time. on this rocket, right? 10 years they've been launching, they've been working on this rocket. Uh, it launched and 19 minutes after it launched, there was an issue and they had to they had to blow it up manually because it wasn't mal it was malfunctioning to the point where it would have crashed in the wrong place so they had to blow it up oh man and could you like imagine 10 years and 2 billion dollars they sent it up 20 minutes into it blow it up like yeah. 
blew it up and I was like, oh my god. I could, could you imagine like you've worked on something for 10 years of your life and then you watch it literally fall to pieces in front of you? I know, that's why I was like, ooh, that's uh, I don't know when that was. Some of these articles are a little bit older, but I'm like, eh. oh man, what time is it? 1118. 1118, there we go. Uh, all right, I think that's gonna do it for us this week, unless you got anything else you wanna talk about. Play more video games, be kind to yourself. Yep, books coming out still early Eventually. October. Oh, don't say that, I don't know if it's October. Nope, fiscal year, you told me. We confirmed it, it's in the podcast. I know, that makes but it I'm struggling. You're not struggling, you're already a tenth of the way through it. Doing well. That's got, not. You got six months to write the last ninety percent. That's just the first draft, and then I have to edit it. I have to find a cover. I have to have somebody format it. All right, you got five months to write the rest, and then a month to do that stuff. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. What <are> you? <laughs> Maybe if it's good enough, I can get an agent. Yeah. Make do it for me. Make them do it. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right. That's going to do it for us this week. Thank you for joining us. I can't wait till the book comes out. We'll give you a little sneak peek of Wangle next. And, uh, <laughs> Thanks for listening. I'm Ripley. I almost said I'm Jordan. <laughs> We're your hosts, Ripley and Jordan, or J yeah. Money. Oh my, you combined in names now? You, you could be J even, Money. No, you got to read it. J Darm. J Darm. Go ahead. Signing off. J, J, J Dog and uh -huh. R Money. Oh my God, you got through it that time. Yeah. Not a cackle in sight. <laughs> oh, there it is. And uh, we, <laughs> you can always go Leave over a comment. To Let website. me know if my laugh's annoying or not. <laughs> Send us a message. Leave us a voice message. Share it with your friends. Post, comment, whatever. And uh, be sure to check out on what it, YouTube and Instagram for the new shorts that Ripley is posting and making all her own because they look good. Mmm, so good. So good in the so moon. Good. In the moonlight. And don't forget to sing the fish song to your loved ones. Oh my god, we didn't talk about the fish song. We don't need to. I'm sparing you all. You're welcome. Go on TikTok and uh, look up the fish song. Don't do that. That's yep. if I were a fish. I'm cutting it. I muted you. It's fine. Heavy Muted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and don't forget, Ripley's a heavy sea fish. Uh, <laughs> We will see you guys back again on the, what is that, the 30th? Tell I'm seeing Taylor Swift this weekend, guys. A wonderful. No, you saw them two days ago. No, next podcast, we'll tell them no, all about you it. you saw Taylor Swift two days ago. Not yet, though. You did. It was two days ago at this point. You're in the future, but I'm not. You're in the <laughs> Stop living in the future, gosh. I understand.